My name is Raven, professional wrestling superstar, former world heavyweight champion, and I want you to choose your four. This is the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, and I want you to choose your four. Hello, pro wrestling Rushmore. This is Lanny Poppo, formerly the genius of WWE. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley. Yes, it is, and I want you to choose your four. Pro Wrestling Rushmore. It's Pro Wrestling's Rushmore. This is Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Circle history, and I want you to choose your four. It's Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Welcome to the only podcast that chooses a topic and allows you, the viewers, to decide who ends up on our ultimate Mount Rushmore at the end of the show. Joining me this week is the often imitated but never duplicated Brian. What's going on, Ian? How's everything? Oh, everything is just wonderful. And Brian, we have a big topic today. Well, I'll just tell the people what it is. We have the Mount Rushmore of wrestling matches. And it's a very broad topic. It's a very big topic. What do you think, Brian? Now, that's wrestling matches ever. Like, ever. Not just WWE or one specific brand or Anytime, company. Anywhere. New Japan. New Japan. All Japan. Some Japan. Any CZ, Japan. CZW. Korea. China. Anything. Anything. China. China? Like the Mount Rushmore of China matches? No, it's not. It's the Mount Rushmore of any match. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, are you wearing a wrestling shirt today? I am. Um, what are you wearing today, Just Brian? Just a plain old, straight up, old school Bullet Club t-shirt. Alright, that's cool, that's cool. I have my pro wrestling tees, Brian Pillman recently released shirt, Dark Side of the Ring branded as well. It's also very hot out, huh? Very hot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we That's have a lot. That's why I had a tank top on. Yeah, I actually took that Brian Pillman shirt off. Can't oh, lie. all right. Yep, I can't lie. I actually have my Grudge Match brand Jushin Liger Mortarhead inspired shirt. So you the took, classic. So you took a wrestling shirt off and forgot yeah. you put another wrestling shirt on. Yeah, I did. I did. I forgot I put the other one on. Pretty sure you have a problem. I do. Yeah, but I can admit it, so that's the first step, right? Oh. Let's go to, like, uh, T-Shirts Anonymous. T-Shirts Anonymous. Soft, soft T-Shirts Anonymous. <laughs> Alright. Unfortunately, Sarah's not here to read the lists. She's actually still working. So, she's working us. Yeah, pretty much. You know? Same. Gotta go at it alone here. Yep, but that's alright. That's alright. So, without any further ado, let's begin construction on... The Mount Rushmore of wrestling matches. 
Now, first up, we have the submission from Pat R. the Superstar. He gives us the Macho Man Randy Savage versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. The Macho Man Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior in a career-ending match from WrestleMania 7. Brett the Hitman Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in a submission match from WrestleMania 13. And Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka from Heat Wave 98. Hell yeah. So what do you think, Brian? I, I heard you, uh, what were you, what were you coughing up? What were you, were you, you going to puke, Brian? I, I think he's going to puke. I'm going to puke over that Bret Hart match. And I'm sure it's gonna be on a lot of people's lists, even yours, because you've told it's my me that's my favorite match of all time. That's what that's what you claim, and I uh, find it. Hard oh to hell yeah! Here we go. I mean, it's real early to start doing this shit. <laughs> but what? yeah, you you told me this, and I don't know, man. All right, Bret Hart. You just don't like Bret Hart. I so hate, you're very biased about it. Hate's a strong word. I hate Bret Hart. Yeah. Wow. For a bitter, bitter person. All right. Well. Sorry, you feel that way. You, yeah. you weren't taken in by the moment, the whole moment. Of, the match you know, was great. Yeah, the ma- it was a great match. I'm not gonna sit here and say it wasn't, but not one of the greatest wrestling matches. You have Okada. You have guys like you know Ibushi. Okada versus Kenny Omega. Okada uh, versus Ibushi. Okada versus Ibushi. <laughs> Naito, 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 who's a great, great worker. There's a lot of matches out there, Pat. A lot of matches. So let's start. Let's start with this. History Pickens the Macho Man. I think someone's a Macho Man fan. Macho Man and Steamboat. Great match. Uh, some would argue the best match of all time ever. Well, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out based on our. I, our, I think it's gonna be there. The polled audience here, but yeah, it's gotta be there. It's that's a big one. For years, people right. have said that's that's the greatest they've so, seen and. We've uh, we've heard the stories about Macho Man writing out this match in a in a notebook and making Ricky Steamboat memorize it. He quiz him. He'd be like spot forty seven, <laughs> and Steamboat just on the spot would have to know what spot is he talking about. I believe it. Um, yeah, but like, so it is a great match. And I man, I, I think it definitely deserves to be there, but. Yes. But I forgot. I lost my train of thought. You were pointing at me. I <laughs> thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to mention how big it was. WrestleMania three and the Pontiac right. Silver. No, actually, I was going to be a little negative. Oh, surprise! Say, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, was it? Do people say it was a great match because that's the norm? Like, is it like so out there? Like, you have to say this is the greatest match of all time. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of cliche in a way. Yeah, pretty much. I got to tell you, man. You go back and you watch that match, and you and you see. How how many other matches have been inspired by this one? I mean, at the time, this it wasn't common to have this many kickouts in a match. It wasn't right. common to have this many high spots and right. false finishes. But so that's it really set it. the standard. Exactly. No, I, I I hear you. I hear what you're saying, and I do agree completely. Um, do I think it deserves to be there? Yes. And think about it. You have the perfect, the perfect story here. The the baby face in the heel, like the the pure baby face in the big time heel, and right. Randy Savage bossing around Elizabeth, and you know injuring the throat of Steamboat by ring bell, right? Really? Yeah, yeah, crashing the the uh, ring the bell. ring bell off and the top rope onto his throat. There's larics. Yeah. <laughs> was it larynx? It's larynx. Is that what you call it? I believe it was. Oh, wow. yeah. You got that right. See? Crushed larynx. Not as stupid as I look. 
So, continuing with the Macho Man here, he put his career on the line at WrestleMania 7 against the Ultimate Warrior. Again, um, so me and Pat were just talking about, Pat and I were just talking about this, and he says that's his favorite match of all time. It's a classic. It's a classic. Classic match. So is the Bushwhackers versus the Beverly Brothers. All those matches are classic, right? You just have a thing for Mike Enos. I love Mike Enos. <laughs> Give me a, a nice Mike Enos and I'm, I'm just good to go. <laughs> but, no, you know what I mean? They're all classic matches. But yeah, I don't but think, know, of, think just... of how emotional it was. Knowing that at the end of this, somebody's career is going to be kind of over. Somebody? Did, did Rory put his career on the line? Yeah, oh, yeah it was career versus career. career, yeah. Okay. But Macho Man was already, like, kind of retired before that. Wasn't he? Did no, he no, he was still active full-time. It wasn't until after this that he became yeah, the, that's our, that's the announcer. So there was a good storyline, too. It, was, it really was, yeah. The build-up to it. Yeah, I mean, you know. Not Sherry much. trying to seduce Warrior. Yes. She got on her knees. She got on her knees. And he said... No! <laughs> That's what he says when he's orgasming. <laughs> Not yet. Not by the power of the warrior. Not yet. No. Even the stars have not aligned. Dana. <laughs> Speak to me, Dana. <laughs> Hulk. Hulkin. Hey, Randy Savage, he dropped five elbow drops in a row. In a row? On the warrior. One after another, after another, after another, after another. I think there's one more. After another. And Warrior kicked out. That's ridiculous. Because he's ultimate. He's ultimate, alright. He's an ultimate something. I don't know. I don't know a guy personally, so, you know. He hates to talk ill of the dead. (laughs) But if you can't talk ill of the dead, who can you talk about? (laughs) Alright, so we we started to talk about Bret Hart and Austin, but we'll, we'll talk about that more as we move along here. Let's move on to Mike Awesome. Versus Masato Tanaka from ECW Heat Wave 98. What are your memories of that match, Brian? Love, love, love that pick. Wild match. There was on my, I had to eliminate that match from my list. That was on it, your list? It was on my list. No it, kidding. Those matches were great. Any of those yeah. matches. Oh, yeah. That like, one. Don't even just... Not even just give me that one. Like, give me any of those matches. Yep. November to Remember 99 was another great one. But this one, like, this was the first of... <laughs> them in ECW. Well, actually, no, this was the second match of theirs in ECW, but the first one on pay-per-view, and it was arguably the best one they had. All those chair spots. Oh, awful. Dude, remember that? Awful. And they took a beat. They beat the shit they out of each other. They bent steel chairs over one another's skulls. Yeah, they did. smashing each other. And then to want to keep doing it with each other. Yeah. With the match. Like, I'd be very angry at this person that's right. smashing a steel object over my skull repeatedly as hard as they can. Just for a reaction from the fans, like Imagine I, how Mick Foley felt when the rock was hitting him all those no times. Kidding. I think that's enough, Dwayne. <laughs> it really hurts. Now you said no safe word. <laughs> <laughs> so that that is the only time we're gonna be talking about Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka. So any, sucks, anything else man. you'd like to add there? Because it is a great pick. No, I mean I know a lot of people probably haven't seen that match or listening and man. Watch it. That Just, and like you said, like any of them. Any of them. That one, November to Remember. They had a match TNN on Christmas, I believe. <laughs> then the One Night Stand match. 
mean, these these guys had phenomenal chemistry. Yeah, they did. So kudos nice. to you, Pat R, for mentioning that one. Definitely. Up next, we have votes from Jordan in Tennessee. He gives us the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. Eddie Guerrero versus Edge in a no disqualification match from the September 26, 2002 episode of SmackDown. The Nature Boy Ric Flair versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in a two out of three falls match from Clash of the Champions 6. And the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 21. So let's start with the big one Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, WrestleMania 25. You have two of the longest tenured roster members, superstars, going at it. Some would say maybe in their heyday, in the peak of their careers. That's a solid pick. That's a great pick. That match. Oh, God, that was a great match. It was. And that was a match I remember sitting there and saying, this is one of the greatest matches of all time. Right. Like, as it was going on, just... I was, I was saying the same thing. For, for its time, like, for that time period, it was. I mean, it was insane. And as good as the second one was, and it was great. Yeah. But that first WrestleMania match with them two, it was, I, it was off the hook. It really was. And uh, that's that's one I think we're going to be talking about a lot yeah. on here. Yeah. Really? I mean. Yeah. I mean, it was. It's crazy to think about the body of work each one has individually, but to say this is the greatest match of both of their careers, I mean, that's that's probably the case. It is, yeah. I definitely think that's the case. And they weren't, I mean, I'm not going to say they weren't in their prime, were they? But for their age? For their age, yeah. I mean, you know, to put yeah. on a show like that. I mean, Shawn, it, it's crazy to think, too, that Shawn Michaels was better in the second part of his career than the first part of his career. He really was. Well, I think it's he had his head on straight, too. That's true, um, yeah. Well, grounded, you know what I mean? He's off the... Uh, the what do you mean grounded? He's still dropping an elbow off the top row <laughs> after a match. I mean grounded. <laughs> within, his, within his real life, Ian. Not oh. everything is a uh, worked wrestling script. Says you! <laughs> so when you get up in the morning to go to work, like, that's just... That's I think somebody's going to turn on me today? <laughs> Am I getting a solid push lately? Are they going to screw me? Is that what you tell your boss when you go for your review? Am I getting a push? <laughs> Am I getting a solid push all year? I, I'd like to keep that going. You Just know? shoves you to the ground. It's on you. Got a push, huh? <laughs> Alright, let's talk about Eddie Guerrero versus Edge from SmackDown. Remember that one? Not really. I no? Don't. It was a great match. I believe it. It was awesome. Eddie with a... Uh, a sunset flip off the ladder on Edge into a power bomb. Yeah, you know what? I gotta Very give, hard hitting. I gotta give it to Jordan for his age. He's um, pretty damn well wrestling educated. He knows what he's talking about. He definitely yeah. does. And like to go back and get some of these matches that he's, he's pulled out. So it's cool. Kudos to him. Cool. You know what I mean? To go back and watch this stuff. Absolutely. Not that that's that old. I mean, well. I hate to say it, but that's already 19 years Flair, old. No, but Flair Steamboat. That's, Flair Steamboat. That's a great pick. You know what Clash I mean? Of the, uh, Clash of the Champions 6, 2 out of 3 falls. Right. Now, I've said this before, and we said this after the last show when we were just, you know, <laughs> shooting the breeze after afterwards. I think that is 
the perfect wrestling match to show somebody, hey, have you ever seen wrestling? Okay, this is wrestling. You show them Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat. Right. Two out of three falls. The match nearly went an hour. It had everything you could possibly want in a wrestling match. Just two of the best going at it. And we said some of this criteria should be you're stranded on a desert island, you can only take four matches with you. Yes. And an hour is a good time to kill. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Fill it up with uh, with hour-long matches and Iron Man matches. <laughs> but no, that, that match is... It was part of that legendary trilogy that they had in 1989. But of the three matches, this was the second one, and it it's the best. It's it really the best was. Match. It really was. I mean, all that matches, though. That Spring Stampede match. Oh, yeah. That Chai Town Rumble match. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they put on some classics. And they worked body parts. And the psychology in those matches were great. Oh, yeah. Like, I think those two, psychology-wise, you couldn't beat them. Oh, those, those are the best. Were the best, are the best, whatever you want to say. You want to study matches, you study those matches. Yes. If you want to be a, a, a wrestler, a professional wrestler, you watch that match, or those matches. And it's crazy to think... Ricky Steamboat, I mean, to have that legendary match with Savage and to have even just this match with Flair, that says something about Steamboat right there. Absolutely. I think that uh, Vince might have missed the boat on making Steamboat a bigger star than he did. He wasn't big enough for him. Yeah. All right, what about Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 21? It's another solid pick, man. Yep. It's another one. Great match. There's so many other matches out there for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that if you're going to put a Shawn Michaels Kurt Angle match from WrestleMania 21 on, I'm going to, you know, scoff at it and say no. You know, I'm not going to, like, leave or anything. I remember JBL famously saying afterwards, after seeing that match, that that was the greatest wrestling match that he'd ever seen. And after he had to follow that up and defend the undisputed championship against John Cena. What do, mean, what do you mean follow it up? Oh. Like, on so re- he, like was, he wrestled on that show after. I'm so used to him commentating. I thought yeah, he, meant, yeah. he was commentating it on. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean he wrestled? All right, I'm a little slow. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. All right, let's keep moving forward here. Our next list is from Danny Love. He gives us Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. The Dudley Boys versus The Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian in TLC 2. From WrestleMania 17. The first ever Elimination Chamber from Survivor Series 2002. And Rob Van Dam versus Jerry Lynn from Hardcore Heaven 99. So we've talked about Michaels and Undertaker. Let's add one more thing about that Michaels and Undertaker. What about the dive Undertaker did over the top rope and landed straight on his head? Yeah, did he land on the cameraman or something? He did. Well, the cameraman was supposed to catch him. Right. Uh, but I guess he was out of place and too far back, and Undertaker came down and landed right on, I think, his forehead. Right. And you could even see the, the print of the mat on his forehead. It's nuts, man. <laughs> like, that was crazy. Like, legitimately, you thought this guy was all done. Yeah. That's definitely a match I could watch over and over again. Yeah, study that's it. quintessential wrestling again right there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's... I have to go with some of my favorites, though. Honestly. Yeah. Because, you know... Maybe stranded on an island somewhere. You don't yeah. watch your favorites, right? There's one match on here that I feel so guilty not putting on my list because it was my favorite match as a kid. Like right. growing up, I watched this match, and right after I saw this match, I said, "It doesn't get any better than that." What like, is that? 
Hogan Warrior, WrestleMania 6. You should write a letter to Hulk Hogan and apologize to him. And apologize to him? Well, you feel so guilty about it. And oh, you, yeah. I heard passion in your voice right there. You, yeah. Uh, you're well, really I, distraught about I'm this. I'm telling you. I'm, I was lucky enough to meet the Hulkster. I told him that I took vitamins shaped like him. I told him that when I was younger, I had slippers with his face on them. I had a toothbrush shaped like him, too. What did he say? He just laughed. He said... That is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no. He laughed. He laughed at you. He's like, yeah, you just lied my pockets, brother. <laughs> it's kind of like Captain Insano talking to the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that match doesn't belong on it. Sorry. Hogan Warrior? No, no man. I mean, again, it was... It was good because it was the two top guys in the company, but as far as being a match, Warrior was blown up in, what, three minutes? It wasn't yeah, a great match. But... Yeah, it was, probably, it was probably just nostalgic. It, was, it definitely is nostalgic, and it yeah, right. brings up great memories. And that's I'm not going to knock that, yeah. even though it's a sh- shitty match. <laughs> I don't believe it should be in there. But you're going to think one of my matches is that way, and so is everyone else ta- you know, listening, because I'm positive this match isn't on anybody else's list. Okay, all right. Well, that's fine. Trust me, there's going to be a match. Uh, yeah, there's a match coming up. That is not on anybody's list, and I think everybody's probably forgotten about this match. Well, if it's we'll Bull, get to it. If it's Bull Nakano versus Alundra Blaze, then you're <laughs> wrong, my friend. <laughs> All right, so what about TLC2 from WrestleMania 17? Where they perform? Excuse me? They perform? No, no, not like waterfalls, like the TLC match. Oh, ladders the match. and chairs. Okay. I thought it was t Left Eye Chili. <laughs> Like they had a show devoted to them. Oh, huh? we had chilies for dinner. We did have chili was phenomenal. That, <laughs> that was a hell of a spectacle, though. The tables, ladders, and chairs, too. Dude, I can't argue that. That's, man, there's so many matches that yeah, have come like off my list, and that was one of them. That's a wild match that, you again, you show a non-fan that match, and you say, just watch this. And it, it's just completely wild. Right. Edge doing the spear off the ladder, <laughs> knocking Jeff Hardy off of... Uh, the, the cable he was hanging on. I think, you know, if you're going to show someone who's not a wrestling fan, you say, hey, you're going to watch four matches. You put a hardcore match in there, something like that, you yeah. know, some gimmick match. You throw a technically sound wrestling match in there, like a Flair Steamboat. And then you throw in, like, you know, maybe a Hell in a Cell. Okay. Or just, you know, a match where someone does something nuts, like Undertaker Foley, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, of Mankind. It was Mankind, right? Mankind. Yeah. But like something like that, so you show them all aspects of what wrestling is. Yeah, that's that's great. That's yeah. a great set of criteria. What did you think of the first elimination chamber from Survivor Series 2002? So that was a cool match because that was one of Michael's. That's the first time he won the title, wasn't it? After he came back. After he came back, yeah, that right. was his second match after he came back. I was gonna say that's pretty close to when he did come back. Yeah, he came back against Triple H first, right? At, at SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. Well, Triple H, that wasn't that when Triple H was wearing that cool white gear? No, no, it wasn't. That, the white gear was WrestleMania 20. So was he, he was wearing something cool there, I think. Purple or something? Bright purple? No, this was just a regular gear. God damn it. Just regular black <laughs> gear. <laughs> That's all right. But it was a good match, though. It was an awesome match. Classic. <laughs> Michael's had, like, brown jeans on, right? No. Right. What, what do you mean? In Elimination Chamber, yes. With a tank top or something. Well, that was... Okay. At SummerSlam, he had the the white tank top with like the the scripture on it, and he had the the jeans and the cowboy boots. Yes. Okay, but then at the Elimination Chamber, he had the tights, but they were like an ugly brown. All right. So, 
I just want to make sure. I'm that piecing you, this together. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. That's that's why we do this show to bring up the memories. Do you have any memories of Rob Van Dam versus Jerry Lynn, Hardcore Heaven '99? The man, what a great match, huh? Oh yeah. That's a great pick. Oh yeah. That's the one where Jerry Lynn breaks his nose. Yes. Classic. Just classic stuff. Any again, it goes back to what I said earlier, and I'm gonna say it again later on about two other guys who are great in the ring together. But these two guys, give me any of these two guys' matches. Yep. Like, any of them. Any yep. of them that... Give me, like, some on Hardcore TV. Give me some that were on just, you know, fan cams. Sure. Insane. They brought it every night. Yep. If you went to an ECW house show, and you got, you got Jerry Lynn, Rob Van Dam, you got your money's worth in that one match. They give it their all every single time. Alright, moving on here. We have a list from Mikey from the Streets. We have another vote for Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. Another vote for Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat. Which match? WrestleMania 25? Yes, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. Okay. Savage Steamboat, WrestleMania 3. Uh, we have a vote for Flying Brian Pillman versus Jushin Thunder Liger from Super Brawl 2. Yep. And then we have Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat from Clash of the Champions 6. So let's talk about Pillman and Liger. The match that uh, really inspired a generation. It was definitely the next generation of Dynamite Kid and Tiger Mask. But uh, it was just the cruiserweights, front and center. Phenomenal pick, Mikey. That's a great, great pick. I used to watch that match over and over and over again when I was younger. Classic. Because I'd never seen anybody like Jushin Liger. The big the big mask. Yeah. You know, the long hair coming out of it. You don't see that stuff in the States. And he was a great wrestler. Yeah. And he, he threw a guy like Brian Pillman in there with him. Forget it. Oh, Your absolutely. jaw drops. You know, it's a spectacle. We were talking about dream matches earlier, and I had one that crossed my mind earlier. And not for nothing, but what about Flying Brian versus Brock Lesnar? Okay. I mean, Prime for Prime? Prime for Prime. Like because Brian you're looking Pullman, at Brian Pillman. Bengal tights on. Yeah, but was he big enough to, like, hang? Was he big enough to be able to hang in there with Lesnar? But I think that's what believable? makes it great, though. Like, because look at Lesnar and Finn Balor, and look at Lesnar and AJ Styles gotcha. fighting the smaller guys. I think he's got he has better matches with smaller guys. And Pillman at that time had the sympathy of the fans. And I don't know. I, I think that would have been a pretty good match. I can see a point there. That I'm not saying it wouldn't, man, because both guys can go and say what you want about Lesnar, but that guy is a machine. You know. He's... And of course, you know, Lesnar would have a little Jiminy Cricket in his ear saying. I really think there's something in this Mr. Pillman character. <laughs> Having played for the Cincinnati Bengals, Brock. <laughs> I think uh, that might help him. I think that might help him a little bit. If, they, if I may have a volley, sir. <laughs> no, but all right. What do you think would happen if Brock Lesnar came back and challenged Roman Reigns for the title? Oh, Heyman wouldn't know what to do. They'd have to lock him in a shark cage above the ring. (laughs) Come on, Brock! Come on, Reigns! Come on, Brock! Come on, Reigns! I always said, like, I think he aligns with Lesnar, and then that's how Reigns turns face. Yeah, because it's inevitable. He's he's gonna turn face. Reigns is gonna turn face. That's what they've wanted all along, so... He's gotten a long way. Yeah, he has. He's a great character right now. Anyway, we're not talking about current. We're talking about past. That is correct. But... The greatest uh, wrestling match could be going on right now, and we wouldn't know it. We wouldn't know it, because <laughs> we're recording a podcast. 
Can't afford cable, huh, pal? Huh? <laughs> cable is a scam. You don't have cable? <laughs> Next, we have a list from Steve the Savage. We have Mankind vs. The Undertaker inside Hell in a Cell from King of the Ring 98. We have The End of an Era, Triple H vs. The Undertaker inside Hell in a Cell with Shawn Michaels as the special guest referee from WrestleMania 28. We have Hulk Hogan vs. Andre the Giant from WrestleMania 3. And we have Randy Savage vs. Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. So, Mankind Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. Whose list was that again? This is Steve the Savage. Steve the Savage. I think Steve the Savage is going with um, Moments. Moments, as yeah. Fa- and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, as his favorite matches, he's going after, like, you know, a holy shit moment, like, Undertaker Mankind. Not a great match. I mean, they barely even wrestled in that match. Yeah, that it was, was mostly, more about survival. Yeah, it was, you know, they're checking on Mankind, they're taking him out on the stretcher, he's coming back, he falls through again. If you think about it, there were maybe five sequences in that match, six. Yeah. You know, as oh, far as wrestling goes. But as a holy shit moment, that that's something you show someone that's not a wrestling fan. You yep. say, you have to see this. Yeah. So I could see his point. Undertaker tossing him off the top and then choke slamming him through the top. The thumbtacks, the tooth on the nose. Disgusting. Oh, but the match was, it was, it was a beautiful disaster. Mankind going to the back apologizing for forgetting the thumbtack spot. When he had thumbtacks sticking out of him. I mean, these are hearsay stories, you know what I mean? But, like, you hear these stories and you think, wow, this, this guy's an animal. And why would they make this stuff up, right? You know? That's true. What about what about when Undertaker chokeslam Terry Funk right out of his shoes? Yes. <laughs> like, why? Take a go. I have a great idea for a spot, Mark. <laughs> They're gonna love it, and it's not gonna take any heat off of you, Cactus. He's doing his impression again. He's gonna come after you one day. He's gonna... I I hope he comes after me at this point. I hope he does, so I can shake his hand. It'll <coughs> mean nothing. He'll slap yeah. me across the face. He will. Hey, what about the end of an era? Triple H, Undertaker inside the cell. Again, that's the moment. It's uh, yeah. the three guys embracing at the top of the the ramp, top of the yeah. stage there. It was a cool moment, um, but as far as match goes, I, like I said, I think there's much better matches out there to pick from. Yeah, and you know something? I went back and watched that match, and it's good, but I, I think it's kind of uh, I think it's kind of overrated. Yeah, you know, there's some really awesome spots. There's some brutal spots with the mm-hmm. chair, with the ring steps, everything like that. But I don't know. People talk about that one like it's a. Uh, it's a modern masterpiece, and, and it, I don't know if I, I don't know if I look at it like that. Right. And you're sitting, yeah. you're stranded in a desert island. Like, do you want to watch that many gimmick matches? No, I don't. I wouldn't. I, mean, I would like it. You know, I think it's great. You know, everybody has their own list and yeah, all that. Absolutely. I just find there's that motorcycle again. The motorcycle is back. The summer is here upon us, and motorcyclist is like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ruin their show. I'm gonna go ruin their show. I think they're recording their show right now. I'm gonna go ruin it. I'm gonna ruin Hey, honey, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ride my bike. I'm gonna go ruin their show. All right, or go. I screw you guys. I ruined your show. What if Andre went after him? What would, what would he say to him? Andre going after the biker? Yes. Oh, I'm trying to record a show. Yeah. 
That's a course we fly. You fly wide. And you build. How fast does that thing go? Is that a car talking? How do you do I love how he puts his chin down. Because that, that's throat. how you have to do the voice. Like, you have to put your chin to your chest to get that sound. He's just a large man. And to compensate for that, i got to put my chin down. That's how i got to start. Like, find my pitch to do the... Oh! Oh! Oh, come Look at the soundboard, how high it gets. <laughs> Do the voice. Oh, my, oh, pure. Oh, get Andre. The body slam. Beyond that, do you think that match was very good? No, I don't think it was good, but it's a moment again. It is. And, you know, hey, he likes moments. Cool. Yes. Cool. You know? I'm sure other people have that match on their list. Mm hmm. But do I want to watch Hogan slam Andre over and over and over again? I guess that's kind of wrong of me to say because do I no. want to watch anything over and over and over again? Probably not. Well, what about what about that phenomenal backdrop that uh, Andre does to Hogan on the floor during that match? Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm being very sarcastic. <laughs> the the slow as molasses <laughs> backdrop that Andre does. Hey, <laughs> go! And meanwhile, Hogan's like checking his watch. <laughs> Brother, I got enough time to fall. Hold on, hold your horses. Make them wait. It's like sliding down a slide. It's going back. Still big. Then we got another vote here for Savage and Steamboat. Legendary. Legendary yeah, that's stuff. That's going to be the standard. Yeah. Alright. Next list here from Mr. X. Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant from WrestleMania 3. Mankind versus The Undertaker from King of the Ring 98. Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. And Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. So, so. Steve the Savage submitted twice. <laughs> hey, maybe Mr. <laughs> X is Steve the Savage. That's possible. Well, why did Mr. X put himself in there? Uh, I, I guess he doesn't feel like any of his matches were Mount Rushmore worthy. Oh, what a humble man. I, I guess so. Showing some humility. Mr. X. Our next submission is from Bobby on the Beat. He gives us... The 1992 Royal Rumble match. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. TLC 1, that's tables, ladders, and chairs, from SummerSlam 2000. And Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. I uh, like that Royal Rumble pick. That's different. With a tear in the eye! I have to lead off with that. This is the greatest... Day of my life. That's the same night where Mean Gene goes, put that cigarette out. Is it the same night? That's the same night. Same promo. Yeah, that was, man, that was a great rumble. That was the best rumble ever. Best rumble ever. Uh, Just hands down. Yep. The best of the best of the time and of all time are pretty much in there. And I can see why he picked that because now, see, Bobby's a smart man. If he's stranded on a desert island, right? Yeah. And he's only got four matches. He's gonna get the best of everybody. That's right. You know? That's right. I mean, you'll know who uh, who who's coming out in order by the end. Well, yeah. He may already. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I think he. it was DiBiase was number one. Bulldog was number two. Oh, you might know. Flair three, Haku four. Okay. <laughs> Are you, can you keep going? Are you? No, serious? I don't think so. I don't think I can keep going. Jesus. But I, I distinctly remember all that. <laughs> 
But I think about everybody in that match. Savage was in it. Piper was in it. Jake the Snake was in it. Yeah, man. Hogan, Sid. And that was a Royal Rumble match for the championship. Because yes. the title was vacant. Ric Flair walked away with the title. You know what's sad? Yeah. Do you? Tell me. I don't know. No. So, what? you know what's sad? It's more like an, like, it's like an acknowledgement. Like, yeah? I know. I know. I'm just being nasty. All right, so, isn't it sad that Hogan, Flair, yeah. WWF had them, and, like, that, to me, is the most anticipated match ever, right? You think so, yeah. Two top guys, and the fans didn't react to them. The fans were just like, well, whatever. Yeah, it's strange. But, like, why was it not... Was the build-up not good? Was the story just not good enough? I don't know, because, I mean, they had matches in Madison Square Garden, which, I mean, there were... Think about it. Like we just said, Hogan and Warrior headlined WrestleMania. And you don't have confidence in Hogan and Flair headlining exactly. Mania? Like, that, I don't know. I That might have been more politics than anything. Like, maybe Vince just didn't want Flair in a WrestleMania main event. It could be, but, I mean, at the same time, it's... As a kid, I'm like, if this match happens, yeah. this is going to be the greatest match ever. Yeah, yeah. And then sure. it happened at Bash at the Beach, and it just, it wasn't the same as what I think the WWF could have made it. True. You but know what I mean? that's one of the highest grossing pay-per-views WCW ever did. That's awesome. People wanted to see it. Right. Which is further proof, like, why didn't they just do it? That's what like, I'm saying. Pull the trigger If do done it. right, they could have made... So much money. Who am I to say if it's done right? Well, think of it this way, though. All right, so if that was Hogan's quote-unquote retirement match, that would have meant that on pay-per-view, at least in WWF, Hogan and Flair would have only had one match. Right. Who's to say maybe Flair didn't want to lose? And since it was, you know, just a one-match deal, Hogan's not going to lose in his final match. I guess you're right. I guess it could be that, but... Maybe it was I don't think I don't think Flair would have done that to Hogan. Yeah, being that he came from somewhere else, it's yeah. a Hogan's backyard. That's true. Yeah, and I mean, I I don't see him doing that. Yeah, I'm just speculating here, playing the devil's advocate. Tables, ladders, and chairs. The first one from SummerSlam 2000. Refresh my memory. That's Edge. Christian, Same thing. Yep. Dudley's Edge. Any Christian. of those, man. It goes back to what I said earlier. Give yeah. Me, Give me that match. And, you know, all right, so the other match I was I was thinking of that I was telling you, right, I'll go over this list first. Yeah, give me any, any those three tag teams in any match, I'm sold. All right. All right, good. Go ahead. Well, so what's next? The next list? Yeah, no, oh, that's it? Well, yeah, the Rumble. That, for that list. For that yeah, because, I mean, we've already talked about Savage and Steamboat. All right, so, so. what I was going to say is, going back to, like, me saying, give me any one of... These guys' matches. So I said that about Masala Tanaka, Mike Awesome, Jerry Lynn, RVD, the Tables, Lads, and Chairs match. I can say that, and I don't think they're going to be on this list, which is a tragedy because they're not on mine either, but I think they deserve a spot on it somewhere. Kenny Omega Okada from New Japan. Yeah, nobody mentions that. Those guys, I mean, they beat the shit out of each other. They did. And those spots were phenomenal. And I know not a lot of people are familiar with, you know, New Japan so much. But definitely, if you can find the matches on YouTube or wherever, watch it. Any of them. Yeah, what about the two out of three falls match? Didn't it go like an hour and a half or something, something like, like that? that? Yep. No, they, they, they had a draw, like a one-hour Broadway, right? Yep. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, again. Crazy. Very innovative matches that uh, 
the modern era have studied to put together their main event bouts. But yeah, no, no Kenny, uh, no Kenny Omega matches on here. I'm surprised. No, Oka- no Okada matches either. Honestly. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, the next list we have is from Extreme Dragon. We have Bret Hart versus Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13. We have Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio Jr. from Halloween Havoc 97. We have the Dynamite Kid versus Tiger Mask from April 1983 in New Japan. And we have the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon in a ladder match from WrestleMania 10. So let's start off talking about Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio from Halloween Havoc 97. Yeah, it's a great match. Great, great. That's when uh, Mysterio had the purple gear on. Yeah, like the Phantom. Yeah, that one right. Yeah, yeah. And Eddie would, Eddie was ripping at his mask because it was a mask versus title match. That was a big pay per view too, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. That that had the the Hogan Piper cage match. Yes. The whole that didn't that that whole card was pretty cool. Maybe not the whole card because they had some pretty shitty wrestlers, but. <laughs> That was like you were really looking forward to the main event, and that, yeah. and, that, and I was looking forward to like that pay per view period. Yeah, and I mean these guys, they they stole the show, and that might be the greatest WCW match of all time. What about like Rey Mysterio Psychosis Bash at the Beach? Oh, those were great matches too. Ninety six. Yeah, and you said earlier, I'm, I'll just you know say it now, but I asked you earlier. I said anybody, how many times did someone put the Hogan heel turn? And you said that it's not listed at all. Not listed at all. And I thought for sure that match would be on somebody's list just because of the moment. The moment, yeah. You know? And cool, like, it because it definitely wasn't the greatest match ever. No. But the moment, man. That was yeah. awesome. Whose side was he on? Whose side was he on? Well, we know now. But... Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, Eddie and Ray, solid work. But they were no doubt inspired by the other match mentioned on this list, Dynamite Kid versus Tiger Mask, and this was probably the most famous of their series. Just that hard-hitting, fast-paced, high-flying style inspired the cruiserweights, and uh, it really, really changed the way uh, matches were uh, were conducted in the '90s. That high-flying style. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could speak a little bit more on it, but. I mean, like a lot of people, they probably haven't seen Kenny Okada. i never really seen any of those matches. But from what I hear, I mean, I hear phenomenal things. Yeah, just completely smooth, fluid. Like right. a lot of high-risk moves, but they, uh, like, they they executed them well. It's a wrestling's fans, wrestling fans wrestling match. Yes, right? absolutely, yes. A purist's match. And how about Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon... Ladder match, WrestleMania 10. Love it. Love that pick, man. One of the best. Yeah. Um, I would say best ladder match ever. Right? No? My... Well, definitely the uh, the most innovative, for sure. I don't know. It's hard to say. That would be another great list, the greatest ladder matches. Well, I say that, but are you counting TLC matches? I would say no. Right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, but this has Sorry. to be, it's definitely the most famous ladder match. I'm yes, sure. it's the most famous one. It's the one that set the tone for ladder matches. Um, just what they were doing with it for its time. I mean, I know it's come a long way and people are doing a lot crazier stuff, but man, for its time and being the, didn't they say quote unquote first ladder match? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, that's not true, but 
for you know the story of being the first quote unquote ladder match great great match and it's funny because it was Bret Hart who had the idea to bring the ladder match to the company right and he did have the the first ladder match with uh, with Shawn Michaels but then they did this ladder match from pay-per-view Shawn and Michaels they, and Ramon did they promise Bret Hart that he would be in the, the yeah the first televised one yeah he was apparently very hurt by that I'm shocked <laughs> Maybe that's another reason why he's so bitter. Thought it was my match. They screwed me out of the ladder match. I wonder how many times he and Bruce practiced that ladder match. <laughs> Playing grab ass in the dungeon. Stu. Where's my ladder? Give me back my ladder. you put my ladder? What are you doing? Ellen! How about when he was like on Dark Side of. Uh, no, not Dark Side of the Ring. It was on that A&E special. Oh, I was an eight-year-old kid going to school. I thought I thought everybody had a bear living under their, their porch. <laughs> yeah. What, are you stupid? <laughs> yeah, Stu had a bear living under the porch. Yeah. He thought it was common that everybody had a bear living yeah. under their porch. What an idiot. He did a bear. What are you going to do? You make honey. Go on. <laughs> Next submission here from my boy Benny. He gives us Hollywood Hogan versus The Rock from WrestleMania 18. The Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels versus Bret the Hitman Hart in an Iron Man match from WrestleMania 12. Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat from Clash of the Champions 6. And Hulk Hogan versus The Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 6. Where else would it be from? I don't know. They threw me off there because I said Clash of the Champions 6 and WrestleMania 6. Back to back, so I was like, oh man, did I say the right thing? You did. I think I did, yeah. Hogan and Rock. Man, it's a moment. It's That reaction from the crowd. Unbelievable. That was insane. I mean, you want to talk about split down the middle, right? I don't even know if it was down the middle. You think it was all Hogan? Uh, I think it was mostly Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. I hear yeah, they loved him. They turned him. They turned him babyface <laughs> that night. Big match. Think, wasn't the goal always turn him babyface though? I know his goal was to always turn babyface, but you know. You don't think that was McMahon's goal? Was that the end? I don't know. I don't. I don't think McMahon expected that. I oh, think McMahon expected people to you know really hate this. Remember guy. the next night on in Montreal? That was even. That was crazier. I know, but the the story is that Vince told him to to get his red and yellow boots. Had to rush to have somebody bring those boots to the airport to fly to them that for the next night. For the next night, I understand. Change it. <clears throat> change the plans. But change maybe, the plans. Maybe he didn't think it was gonna be like. Maybe it was a build-up to him turning face. Mm. Maybe McMahon didn't expect it to happen like right there and then. Yeah, as soon as it did. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's a moment. It's a moment. It is. Um, I, and the match was decent enough, I guess. Yeah. But it's holding in his 50s, right? Yeah, and what's crazy too is that was supposedly like the passing of the torch to The Rock, but like right after that, The Rock went to Hollywood. Yeah, I think The Rock had the torch already. Yeah. Well, it was a dream match. It was supposed to be Hogan and Austin, but they just could not agree on a finish. So it became Hogan and Rock. And hey, look at that. The Rock won. Yeah. So how could you not agree on a finish? I know that's that's the that's kind of the point that I'm trying right? to get to. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. was there uh, was there more to it than that? Maybe. Right. What about Shawn Michaels Bret Hart Iron Man match WrestleMania 12? 
Yeah, you're on island. Got a lot of time to kill. The boyhood dream has come true. Yes. For Shawn Michaels. That, that was a long match, man. Yeah. That's a lot of Bret Hart right there. It is a lot of Bret Hart. But it was a great match. I'm not gonna say it wasn't. Right. Yeah, that was a classic match. It didn't feel like an hour. It went by went by quick. Yes, it did. Very good match, and uh, for the time, I don't think anybody else could have done that. Flair and Steamboat Clash of the Champions 6 once again. Did you know that that Clash of the Champions was on at the same time as WrestleMania 5 on pay-per-view? Yeah, because W Turner wanted to give that out free to beat WrestleMania 5. Yeah. And so more fans wouldn't order the pay-per-view, but would tune into their product. Isn't that crazy? Whatever show you watched, you got you got a heck of a deal, but Flair and Steamboat, man. It's one of the greatest. One of the greatest of all time. Yes, sir. I'd have to agree. And then Hogan and Warrior, we already talked about it. But there it is on somebody's list. Again. You ever see that meme on the internet of uh, Hogan and Warrior doing the test of strength and Hogan's down on his knees? Shaking his head no, and Warrior's nodding his head yes. Yes, but he's just, bobbing. Yeah, it doesn't it just doesn't look right. Oh. All right, we have a list here from Daryl in Georgia. We have Bret Hart versus Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13. We have the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker inside Hell in a Cell from Bad Blood 97. We have TLC 2 from WrestleMania 17. And we have Triple H versus Cactus Jack in a street fight from Royal Rumble 2000. So let's start with the first Hell in a Cell match. Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. The debut of Kane. That's gotta be Kane. It's gotta be Kane. That's we've, some... talked, we've talked about that match a lot. Yeah. Throughout the history of the show. And here we are at matches. And <laughs> that was a huge part of that match. I noticed the only like WCW or Down South matches are Flair Steamboat. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, everything else is WWF. Yep. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, there's like an ECW. There's, I think there's only two ECW matches right. on here. Um, and it's your, you know, the ones you'd expect. Yeah. Even though, I mean, I don't think a lot of people would expect Tanaka and Austin, but. No, I don't think so either. That was a that was a really good pick. Yeah, it was a good pick. So, yeah, I mean, again, I don't know. And that match, Shawn Michaels bumped like a pro for The Undertaker. He did. It was a freaking bloody mess. <laughs> they definitely one. used their surroundings the right way, and again, it set the tone for other Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah, but I almost think they set the bar too high. Then, you know... Don't want to tell McFoley that. I, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that match was really good, but I have, I have to bring some more to the table. Like, my whole body. <laughs> 20 feet in the air. Uh, TLC 2, we've already talked about that one. What about Triple H and Cactus Jack? Royal Rumble 2000. Another great match. Brutal match. Yeah. Didn't, like, the Triple pedigree. H sliced his leg open oh, or something? Oh, yeah, on the barbed wire. Yeah. No, it was a piece of... It was a... Yeah, it was like a 2 by 4 or a crate or something. Piece of wood was yeah. stuck, stuck into his leg. Yeah, like, it was like a... It was like an inch deep gash yes. or something like that. And he definitely should have con- shouldn't have continued the match, but he did. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine that. He's a tough guy. Oh. Yeah, say what you want about Triple H, man, but he is tough. Yeah, and that was a classic match. And that was his year. Like, 2000, he proved that he is a great uh, main event performer. Yeah, he is. And uh, that might have been his greatest match of all time. I don't know. It's possible. 
His? You think so? Triple H? Maybe. Yeah. I do love that, that Shawn Michaels match at SummerSlam. Too. Most memorable for him and, and Foley. Yeah. Cactus there. Even like the uh, <clears throat> the Raw match. Remember the Raw that match they had? One. Yeah, it yeah. was. The, the, that was Cactus Jack's debut. Yeah. Right. The pile driver through the table. Yes. And all that. that was a great match. So those two guys had really good chemistry with each other. Yeah, for sure. Alright, our next list here is from Paulicious. We have Bret the Hitman Hart versus the Rocket Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10. Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio from Halloween Havoc 97. Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat from Clash of the Champions 6. And Samoa Joe versus CM Punk from Joe versus Punk 2. So let's start with Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. The Ultimate Brother versus Brother Feud. And that WrestleMania 10 match to open the show was definitely a classic. It was a classic, and it was something that you anticipated. You anticipated brother versus brother because, remember Bret Hart? I will not fight my own brother. And he never, was adamant about it. Not ever right. would I ever face my own brother, um, Owen. Until Owen kicked his leg out of his leg, Yep. and he was like, I have no choice but to face my own brother. <laughs> and, well, he had yep. no choice because that's the match they made. Yes. Well, actually... It is the match... Well, while it is the match they made, it was only because of the coin toss. Yes. The coin toss between Luger and Brett. If Brett had won the coin toss, that he would have fought... Nobody. He would have gotten... He would've, well, no. If he won the coin toss, he would have gotten the first shot at the Yokozuna. Title. He would have gotten Yokozuna. And Luger would have fought Crush. And Luger would have fought Crush, but then Luger would have fought Brett, meaning that Brett wouldn't face Owen at WrestleMania. Right. So... He ended up facing his brother on a loophole. Well, I got a, I got a, something to tell you, Ian. Let's hear it. That coin was rigged. <laughs> so technically, WWF made the match. <laughs> I apologize for not, uh... <laughs> to work. To work, Ian. Okay. Well, then I guess the show's over. Let's pack everything up. Jack Tunney's like, no, I got a legit coin in my pocket. <laughs> Thank you, Howard. <laughs> Did you ever see Samoa Joe versus CM Punk? Any of their big matches? No. But you know what? I'm not going to knock it because I've heard about those matches. And those two guys put on great matches with anybody. Never mind against each other. So I do believe that would be a great match. uh, This was the second in the series. And it was the second one-hour time limit draw. Oh, wow. Of the series. So it came out to a draw. Came out to a draw. Man, for, I don't like that. Yeah, for the second time. And I then like that. led to a third match with, uh, I think Ricky Steamboat was actually the referee. And, uh, they had their, their third match, and Joe ended up winning. Yeah, see, when you said it came out as a draw, I don't, I don't like it. But I did say, you but know. But it was, though. Right, Okada, like Okada Omega. Yeah. I mean, Okada. Yeah, Okada Omega. Yeah. One of those came out to a draw, and it was a phenomenal match. So, I guess I'll retract my statement and <laughs> saying, "Uh," but I, I don't like, I don't love draws. You know, if I'm yeah. going to be invested for an hour, I want to see an outcome. Hey, with that said, Flair Steamboat two out of three falls. There is no decisive winner in that match. That last fall is a draw. I understand. So I think that's the exception. Yeah, but I see I what guess. you're saying. But, I, but I, I will say this, I mean, that Joe Punk match, especially that second one, that that is a classic match. It's unfortunate that it was a draw. And now that we're talking about that, there was a Triple H-Shawn Michaels match on Raw 
I think it was like the last Raw of 2003 or something like that. And it was a screwy finish, but the match itself was damn near flawless. And there's going to be another match that's going to be coming up. And we'll get to it. And it's the same situation where if you just tweak one thing, it would have been maybe the greatest match of all time. But because of that one thing, it just kind of holds it back a little bit. Let's hear it. Well, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it. Oh, actually, you know what? It's, it's on our next list. There you so, go. Next list is from Suplex Sam. And he gives us Brock Lesnar versus Eddie Guerrero from No Way Out 2004. Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith from SummerSlam 92. Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. And here it is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock from WrestleMania 17. So we might as well just start with that one. Austin Rock, Mania 17, awesome back and forth match. Two of the greatest going at it. And Austin turns heel. And it ruins it for me. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Oh, it just ruins it. But the action, you can't deny the action in that match. No, the match was... The kickouts, yeah. the, you know, the stunners, the rock bottoms. Yep, the raw emotion. The Luthes presses, the Samoan drops. It, it was all there, man. The sharpshooter, right? The yeah, rock on the shot. Yeah. Then he put Austin's vest on or something like that. and like. That, the, that was the next one. That, that was, was Mania 19. But, I mean, even Mania 19, I thought it was a good match. Yeah, the, all of... Yeah. Oh, rock, rock and awesome! Great, great chemistry. But yeah, that, I mean, the action, like you said, you hit it on, you hit the nail on the head with the one minor tweak. Not minor, major, actually. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, huh? With one tweak, it, yeah, it could have been the best match ever. But Austin, and I think that's the reason why it's not on a lot of people's lists. Yeah, but that's a good pick. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and how about Brock Lesnar and Eddie Guerrero? Good pick, man. Eddie Gre- when Eddie won the title for the first time. Yeah. Was, uh, Big underdog moment right there. But I think it's a moment rather than a great match. Yeah. Even though it was a great match. It was. It was a great but match. But top four, you know, just not for me. Well, I know this isn't in your top four. Bret Hart and the British Bulldog. SummerSlam 92. Not in my diet. You know, I'm not going to dog Bret on this one. These, man, I heard, again, it's stories that you hear throughout, you know, people talking and shooting interviews and things like that. But I heard Bret carry that match for Bulldog because yeah. he was so wasted. Yeah. And he was so pilled up and just yeah, drunk. Yeah, I guess he done crack with the anvil the night before. That's crazy. He's the legend, they say. I mean, when it, it, it was, like, pull off a match like that. Yeah. In England in front of, you know. It was a great match. It was a great match. It really was. A, a great crowd. That might be the only Bret Hart match that I used to watch over and over again. Really? As a kid, yeah. It no was, I really What'd enjoyed that What you think of, Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect from SummerSlam. Great. It was, yeah, also great. Yeah. I know I've dogged it because, you know, it's Bret Hart. Okay, yeah. I don't, but, I mean, that's just me being a jerk. You gotta give the devil his due, you know what I mean? Yeah, he man. Had, he had some great matches, so I still think he's overrated. overrated. He's very overrated. <laughs> the next list is from Steve from Connecticut, Rhode Island. He gives us Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog from SummerSlam 92. Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 6. And the Hart Foundation versus Demolition in a 2 out of 3 falls match from SummerSlam 1990. And that's the one we're going to talk about here because we've talked about the others. Hart Foundation and Demolition. That was awesome, man. Smash and crush. 
The next coming out. It's the out. visual. It's the demolition coming out. You know, Hot Foundation coming out. Two out of three falls. Yeah. Those were the two hottest tag teams in WWF at the time. Yeah. And then LOD comes out at the end. Yes. Crowd goes nuts. Insane. Yeah, that was good what stuff. What a moment, right? That's the only like regular tag team match on this that that anybody mentioned. That was cool. I for nostalgia purposes, that's a great pick. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good one. See, I like when we get things like that, you know. Just, just... out of the ordinary picks, right. you know? That's that's cool. The next one. Oh boy. Alright. Brace yourself for this one. Alright. Oh, boy. So Cashman and Plymouth. These are his matches. Bret Hart versus Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13. The first TLC match from SummerSlam 2000. Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Greg the Hammer Valentine in a dog collar match from Starcade 83. And Goldberg versus Glacier from Monday Nitro. Dude, I don't even know, man. I don't even know. I racked my brain even to find out which Goldberg Glacier match this was. Because surprisingly, there was more than one. That's, I have no idea. That's a troll match, man. <laughs> I have no idea why this match you is You just do it on there. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I don't want to question him, you know? It's well, like, I'm going to question him. Come this, on. This is his list, you know? He was very clear with the matches he wanted, and... Goldberg versus Glacier was did on his list. He, did he put, like, in parentheses, this is not a joke? Is that how no. clear he was? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, looking at the rest of his picks, like, you know, Well, that's something uh, I would do, though, just to be an ass. Yeah, like, okay, right. like, put three serious ones and be like, ha they're gonna read this. <laughs> Why would you throw away a pick? Why is Glacier on this show of greatest matches of all time? Why is Goldberg on the show of the greatest matches of all time? Man, Mountain Rock's on my list. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Hey, what about Piper Valentine dog collar matches? Do you remember that one? Yeah, I find Greg Valentine very boring. Yeah? But I also uh, think that dog collar match was very good. Did you ever see it? Oh, I'm, so t- <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I take that back. It was brutal. It was bloody. It was It was intense. It was real. It, it was a lot like Austin and Brett from WrestleMania 13 with the fact that it was just right. violent. You felt the emotion yes. watching it. Yes, it was very easy to get into that match and Probably them. Valentine's best match ever Hands down Oh Hands yeah, down, right? definitely it's... Yep. And uh, Goldberg Glacier Maybe that was Glacier's nah, best match Let's move on All right. Shep from Shepland He gives us The Rock vs. Steve Austin from Wrestlemania 17 The Triple Threat Ladder Match from Wrestlemania 2000 Randy Savage vs. Ricky Steamboat from Wrestlemania 3 and Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. So, wow, we had TLC 1 mentioned, we had TLC 2 mentioned, and now we have the triple threat ladder match from WrestleMania 2000, which was really TLC 0, maybe? Right. That was the one that started it all. Shep made my point. Give me any one of those matches. Any of them. Yep, and yeah. even uh, even at Shep's age, he recognizes Savage Steamboat as a classic. Right, it's impressive, man. Rob I like Austin. hearing, I like hearing, like you know, the young kids going back and watching our golden era of wrestling. You know. Yeah, I mean, the, those are, jeez, legendary picks right there. All WrestleMania picks. I mean, and that goes to show you too that WrestleMania is no doubt the uh, the showcase of the immortals. Right. Uh, if you're gonna make an impact. 
in wrestling and wrestling history. You gotta do it at WrestleMania. Alright, next. Next list is from Hunter Scott. His matches are Bret Hart versus Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13. Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat from Clash of the Champions 6. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon from WrestleMania 10. And John Cena versus CM Punk from Money in the Bank 2011. Beautiful. Simple. Simple. That's a nice list. <laughs> Cena Punk. We just watched it before the show. We just watched it because Pat R said he's never seen it and uh, I want to show it to him. That might be a spoiler. <laughs> but I felt the need to show that to Pat. Um, I think that was a great match, man. Just the build up to it. Everything yep. about it. You never thought Punk was going to leave. No. The stipulation was Cena get fired if he didn't retain. Everyone knew CM Punk's contract was up that night. Yep. It's like, there's no way this guy's going to win. Yep. McMahon coming down was the perfect storyline. Oh, yeah. Sending Del Rio out there after Punk had won. Yes. All the, there were so many swerves that could have happened. And you're like, oh, here's the swerve. Mm-hmm. And then McMahon doesn't ring the bell. And then Del Rio comes out, cashes, goes to cash in. Yep. CM Punk runs away. There's the swerve. It's like, what the hell? Incredible story. Incredible. Unbelievable. It's too bad CM Punk ended up being... An incredible disappointment. Says you. <laughs> Says no one else. You have this vendetta against CM Punk, and I don't know yeah. what it is. Now we've been over this on the show before too. We, I know we've been over. Just it, wasn't grateful. Just wasn't still... grateful. And now all of a sudden, oh, now all of a sudden, oh, hey, wrestling fans, oh, remember me? I'm CM Punk. I'm gonna start responding to your tweets and sending out compliments to people again. Oh, is he doing that? Yeah, he's just kind of like weaseling his way back into wrestling now. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we're just going to forget that you turned your back on all the wrestling fans ten years ago. No, the, less than ten years ago, but still. The Prodigal Son returns, Ian, come on. Prodigal it's going to be a son. great story. Prodigal Son. Oh, God. My ass. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, next we have a list from Al from the Union. Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, the Iron Man match from WrestleMania 12. The Undertaker and Mankind inside Hell in a Cell from King of the Ring 98. The Rock versus Mankind in an I Quit match from Royal Rumble 99. And the end of an era, Triple H versus The Undertaker inside Hell in a Cell from WrestleMania 28. So let's talk about The Rock and Mankind, the I Quit match. It was featured, it was documented in Beyond the Mat. That was the one where Rock went crazy with the steel chair, just hitting Mankind over the head mercilessly and uh, yeah, we were just talking about carelessly. that a little, a little while ago. Um, that was insane. That was, but that you know what I liked insane. about that match is, I mean, it was very violent. But how many times can you watch someone get hit in the head with a chair? It's disturbing. It it's disturbing, very disturbing. But that's what made the match. It was like, yeah. holy shit! Like this is it was it was uncomfortable watching, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, very much so, yeah. But you know what was cool at the end was he didn't say I quit. No, he didn't. No, you know? he didn't. It was a tape, right? It, yes. It was recorded. It was him on heat saying that he would never say... I quit. I quit! I quit! Yeah. I quit! And I thought that was a pretty cool cool ending, though. Yeah, it was, it was innovative, yeah. We need that nowadays, man. This is, like, so just... I hope it fans back yeah. after this whole virus thing. I mean, I hope it just... The, the writing gets better and they start saying you know what fans deserve this they've been sitting on their asses all this time and 
for those who really supported us, they're going to come out and watch our shows. And let's really give it a conscious effort to to do something for these people. Let's you know? hope because they've just been in a rut. Yeah, they've been in a rut for way too long, and we we need change. We just need something different, something to bring fans back in and restore their confidence. Because I got to tell you, <laughs> my confidence it really isn't there right now. No, the I, I hear that. I mean, I watch because of my kid. Yeah. I mean, even like AEW, I'm not the biggest AEW fan, but the last couple of weeks, I I enjoyed the product more than I enjoyed WWE's. Yeah, I mean, I love the unpredictability of AEW, and uh, I love how their roster really is coming together. I know a lot of people are complaining about it being too many ex-WWE guys, but you know what? If you have the right ones, yeah, they're going to shine, and they're going to prove why they are there. And in my opinion, like guys like Christian and Matt Hardy, they could do without. You know? Yeah, they don't, they don't need to still be wrestling. I think if they could see the future and saw what was coming, what kind of talent would be out there before yeah. they hired those guys. Yeah. They would have thought twice about it. I think it's good to have, you know, the veterans on the roster and hopefully, you know, pass on some knowledge to people, but definitely not to feature them, especially not against each other. I mean, right. You know, to give somebody else a shot. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Well, that's our little rant for now. <laughs> uh, we're almost done here. Uh, we have a list here from Wrestle War. Gives us Magnum TA versus Tully Blanchard in an I Quit Steel Cage match from Starcade '85. Uh, that's a good pick. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon, the latter match from WrestleMania 10. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10, and Bret Hart versus Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13. So Magnum Tully. That's an excellent, excellent pick. Sayat. Again, though, it was the build-up. Yes. And everything leading up to that, man. What a great rivalry. Oh yes, and man, what a what a way to end that feud. That was awesome. What could have been with uh, Magnum TA? I think he could have been a mega mega star. He would have. He would have been. I think he would have been like the Stone Cold of the eighties. Just like right. That, that's that a good rebel, like, ruthless. You that, know. That's a good analogy, and I like it. And they, they think about how cool Magnum TA versus Stone Cold would have been. That would have been awesome. Oh, dream matches. Like yes. That would have been a know. cool match. You never know. Um, so, yes, we've we've talked about uh, Brett and Owen, WrestleMania 10. You must have loved that one, Owen Hart getting the win. Well, yeah, of course. Owen Hart deserved, uh, Owen Hart deserved better, man. He did. You're right. But his brother was too damn selfish. <laughs> he didn't want Owen to live out of his shadow. Brother Owen. Alright, so we have one final list here from Mike the Wolverine. The matches included are Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania 3, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25, the 1992 Royal Rumble match, and Cody versus Dustin Rhodes from Double or Nothing 2019. That's a good pick. Awesome. Awesome modern match. Yeah. Cody Dustin. Classic match. Go out of your way to watch that one. Holy cow. Best match I've seen in a long time. Top top four ever, though. And, yeah, people are going to laugh at me after they hear my list. But you know what? Screw you. Anyway. (laughs) Top four match, Cody and Dustin. That was a phenomenal match, but do I want to keep watching it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. 
I don't want to do that. It, it didn't make my list, but it was on my <laughs> short list. It was definitely on my short list to uh, pick from. I get it. I get Good it. Good stuff. All right, so let's uh, let's give our lists before we reveal the results here. So who is on your, or shall I say, what is on your Mount Rushmore of wrestling matches? All right, number one, Ian, is Money in the Bank 2012, Cena versus Punk. 2011. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Money in the Bank 2011, Cena versus Punk. And it's written right here. It's clear as day. It's right in front of me. I'm literally reading it off my phone. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Number two is Michaels versus Razor. WrestleMania 10 ladder okay. match. Awesome. Number three, yeah, whatever, Og- <laughs> Hogan <laughs> versus Ondorf, Saturday Night Main Event Steel Cage match. Awesome match. Where there was a tie, and then Hogan ended up winning. Yeah, brother. But I don't know, man, that's, when I think, like, you know, as a little kid, that's my favorite match ever. Yeah. All time ever. And For sure, that's a great match. Best Saturday Night's Main Event match. And number four. Hardcore Heaven 99, RVD versus Jerry Lynn, ECW TV title match. There you go. All right. Awesome. I could watch these four matches over and over again. That's excellent. All right, so my list. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, WrestleMania 25, Savage Steamboat, Mania 3, Austin Brett, Mania 13, Flair Steamboat, Clash of the Champions 6. That's my list. It's a good list, man. I don't think there's a wrong list except for Glacier and, and Glacier Go- and Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, that one's had me racking my brain for days. Yeah, I mean, aside from that, I don't think there's a wrong match on any of these lists. All right, so let's go to the stats here. So first, I'm going to read all of the matches that had two votes. They didn't make the Mount Rushmore, but they at least had two votes. Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant from WrestleMania three. TLC two from WrestleMania seventeen. Eddie Guerrero vs. Rey Mysterio Jr. from Hardcore Heaven 97. Bret Hart vs. the British Bulldog Davey Boy Smith from SummerSlam 92. Hulk Hogan vs. the Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 6. Stone Cold Steve Austin vs. The Rock from WrestleMania 17. Bret the Hitman Hart vs. the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels in an Iron Man match from WrestleMania 12. TLC 1 from SummerSlam 2000. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10, the 1992 Royal Rumble match, and the end of an era Triple H versus The Undertaker inside Hell in a Cell from WrestleMania 28. Now we had two matches that had three votes, but they didn't make them out Rushmore. Those matches are the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon in a ladder match from WrestleMania 10, and the Undertaker versus Mankind. In Hell in a Cell from King of the Ring 98. Now, the four matches that made our Mount Rushmore of wrestling matches with five votes The Nature Boy Ric Flair versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in a two out of three falls match from Clash of the Champions 6. With six votes, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart in a submission match from WrestleMania 13. With seven votes, the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. And with nine votes, Macho Man Randy Savage versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. 
Can I just say one more thing? Yes. If you're a wrestling fan and you haven't seen these matches or just one of these matches, just go out there and watch it. I mean... That's a heck of a, that's a, heck of a list of matches. It is, right? That's the, that's the best of the best? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, that no. Mount Rushmore. At all. It's I think it, that might be a perfect Mount Rushmore right there. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's funny because... That's saying a lot because there's a lot of wrestling matches. Oh, jeez. Probably millions. But, yeah, the, the final Mount Rushmore, that was my list. I got it I got it right. I got all four right. Good for you, Ian. I know. Dude. I don't know if that's ever happened, so... You were trying to get it right, weren't you? You, you were playing... You were playing to get it right this time. I was, but those are my favorite matches. Those four that I picked are my favorite So you're matches. telling me you weren't trying to get it right. You were just going with your own favorite matches. Well... Screw you, he did it on purpose. <laughs> Alright, so the next time we do this, it's going to be episode 20 slash the one year anniversary. And on the show, we are going to do the Mount Rushmore of SummerSlam matches. So, find us on Facebook, Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Find us on YouTube, Squared Circle History. And find us on Instagram, square.circle.history. Submit your vote, subscribe, friend us, let us know you're out there listening. So for Brian... Alright, have a good night, folks. I uh, I enjoyed this episode. This was a lot of fun. Time. This was a good one. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, we got to talk about some great stuff and uh good topic. You know, we didn't we didn't go too crazy with uh with impressions. You didn't you didn't have to roll your eyes at me too many times. Says you you went on a, like a ten minute Andre binge. <laughs> I'll do a lot of stuff I Brian. And uh for Sarah who's not here, this is Ian saying Good night.